and thank you for listening to Endo Unplugged. I'm Kendra, a fellow Endo Warrior. And I'm Heather, a fibroid and hysterectomy sister. This podcast is to bring awareness and to shine a light on what it's like to live with this chronic illness. We will share tips and tricks we learned battling this chronic pain. Mentioned is opinion-based, as we are no professionals when it comes to medical or mental health, but just have firsthand experience. We will not be sugarcoating anything and be keeping it real through the podcast. So please, if a title or description of the episode triggers you, please take care of yourself first. Okay, Endo Warriors, heat up those hot water bottles and pop in those earbuds and let's get started. On today's episode, we are going to talk about something we all can understand and we've all gone through Ant Flow. I don't really remember my first time, but Kendra does, and she has a pretty good first period story. Can you share with us? Can, because I actually believe that's how my endometriosis started, Um, was the very first time. Um, I remember my first time very clearly as we were on a family vacation, actually on a seven-day cruise in the Caribbean. Familiar feeling you get that day that your period shows up, that gross like tummy twisting. And I don't know, that's what I get anyway. I just get this like feeling. And I was feeling very sick and not wanting to eat. And I remember my mom and dad saying that maybe it was something that I ate the night before or laid down. And I ended up getting really, really sick, um, throwing up and actually ended up uh, running a low fever. Uh, and I was in a lot of pain. I don't think I left my bed until supper time that day. Um, I literally felt like I was dying. Uh, when I went to my parents about this, so it wasn't like a family vacation, like a normal family vacation. My mom was a travel agent and it was like a conference on a ship. So I was actually bunked with my mom's co-worker's daughter and she was about two years older than me. So I didn't actually, I wasn't in the same room as my parents or my family or anything. So they didn't really know what was going on. Um, except for that I was really sick and not feeling good and that it was coming out of both ends. Sorry. <laughs> Um, but because of that, they actually thought it was because of all the fresh fruit that I've been eating, because I really like to take advantage of all the fresh fruit on cruises. Um, and then all the different foods, cause we were on a Norwegian cruise line. So they had Norwegian food. So they thought that was the reason why all my problems were, were happening where I was 13 years old. So, and that, and I felt like that was really late because the rest of my family had our like my sister got it a lot younger than that symptoms just got worse and worse as the day progressed and it was um I was exhausted by dinner I had not left my bed um and then four days passed and I went on with my life have your periods been worse it like have they been that bad since um so it took a few years but after um, after those few years, they became really bad. Yeah. And became irregular and the pain intense. And then they became really heavy, um, with the pain, like 
all tied together. How like are your parents with this support? So they were on the cruise with you, but not in the same room, but like, were they supportive throughout your life and like your adolescence with your period? Uh, yeah, like my parents didn't really know what was going on with the cruise because there were so many different factors. There was a lot of different foods that we weren't used to and there was a lot of fresh fruit. Um, so I don't like fault them for that or anything, but like, uh, I remember one time when I had to stay home and, uh, I asked my dad to go and get some pads and tampons because I needed them. And, uh, he went to the store and he came back and I was still in bed and I hadn't really left my bed and he gave me what he bought and we ended up being light um pads and those small bullet tampons and I looked at him I looked at him dead in the eye and I was like these aren't gonna work dad you have to go back to the store so Yes, my parents have been very supportive. Uh, also, when my dad was at work, my mom would take over and vice versa. Um, especially uh, if I had to go to the hospital, they were always my ride there. Um, but it was just as confusing for them as it was for me because nobody else in the house was experiencing the same thing I was experiencing. Okay, can we go for, back to the cruise for a second? So I've never been and I feel like I wouldn't, I don't know if I would ever go on a cruise, but like, have you gone on one since this story happened? Funny enough, I've been on two after this one. Um, my mom was a travel agent when I was growing up. And so we went on a lot of trips and actually <laughs> every time we went on a cruise, my mom likes to book them for November. And that is hurricane season. So every single time we've gone on a cruise, we've gone, we've hit the tip of a hurricane. So I've seen up to 30 foot waves out the cabin window. So Heather, do you have a story you'd like to share? So I don't really have like a first period story, but I have like a mortifying first like leak story for myself personally. So I just remember being so mortified and still to this day like being way out of high school for the longest time I don't even want to age myself but I remember being in grade 10 and it was computer class and just sitting there and like all of a sudden feeling like that gush and being just mortified and I get like as red as a tomato for anything and I just got so flush so red and was like, oh my God. And I stood up and the boy beside me like gave me his sweater to wrap around my waist because my butt was all red. And I like left the class. I didn't even say anything. It was a male teacher. And I just remember like bolting out with my stuff. And I ran to the gym locker and like bawled my eyes out. And I did not go back to class for the rest of the day. I went to my friends and just stayed. I was grateful for the boy that didn't shame me but I still feel like I felt so much shame from that story and just from being like in that situation 
My goodness. Like kudos to that boy though. Like, I mean, at least he didn't make you walk up to the front of the class without something covering. Right. I feel very grateful for that. I like, honestly, can you remember who it was at this time? I just remember being so freaked out and like shameful for it. Uh, for any parents out there listening who have boys, uh, please talk to them about what happens to a woman's body. Um, it's nothing more embarrassing than, or adds to the embarrassment if uh, boys point it out and are like, ew, gross, or oh, what, ew, what's that, or anything like that. Like, just explain to them what's going on and um, suggest to them that they offer their sweater or their um, or something to help this this poor person out in this story. Um, because this story is very, it's a familiar story to a lot of people, what Heather went through, definitely in school. Um, I remember when leaking one, one time and I had to, it was just a small leak. So I just excused myself and we had paper towel in the class and I had to actually wipe my seat because it had stained the white seat in the classroom. So thank goodness I had a, a female teacher. Did you have a female teacher? No, it was male. It was the worst. Oh, yeah. So See, that's another thing is really hard for people to understand is, um, Female teachers are a godsend when it comes to those things because some of them understand or most of them understand and will take pity on people. But uh, having a male teacher, it's hard to explain that. So I actually saw a TikTok last week and I sent it to you. So it's a female teacher and she actually uses a binder with a clip bag inside of it so that if the girls in her class need feminine products, that they can just grab the binder off the shelf and take it to the bathroom and then come back and excuse themselves. And I felt like that was such an amazing idea because that's also part of the shame is that like, if you don't have the materials with you, if you don't have a pad, if you need to ask, like, it just makes it so much easier when like a teacher or an adult knows. Yeah, it's such a natural thing. It shouldn't be such a big secret. I fully believe if we were, um, if we would have been able to get support from like pain and symptoms of my cycle and like being able to talk about it more. Um, and if there was more education out there that I wouldn't have had to deal with what I dealt with at such a young age. Could you imagine if the school nurse knew about endometriosis? Something more than it's just your period and just the old uh, wives tale of it hurt. It's so false. And if I would have been able to talk to my peers and know what they were going through, because us girls are shamed to talk about it just in, within our peers as well. I think that was something that I really noticed as well when I got sick with my hysterectomy and fibroids as well as like I actually started talking more about my periods and that I had never discussed any of those things with my friends really and I was in my early 30s at that time and for me to not even be able to share or talk about it and then then start sharing my journey and everything like the more education the better we would be the more we are open and honest with it and talking about it, it really does. It, it should never be shameful ever something in your life. Yeah. I mean, I would have known mine was not normal long before I did if, uh, if those resources were out there. 
So for our listeners, there is a resource out there that I will put the link in the show notes. It is a documentary called Endo What, and it is geared towards young girls. Um, You can even purchase a package for your school for their health class. I've watched the documentary and I love it. Um, I wish it was something out there when I was in limbo of pain and didn't know what was going on. So let's have a little short recap here. Um, pain, periods should not be painful. I want you guys to like drill that in your head. Uh, know that that's not the fact. Periods should not be painful. They should not cause you so much pain that you can't get out of bed. And if you, if this is something that you experience, if you're experiencing periods that make it so that you can't live your daily life, please go see a doctor and advocate for yourself until you find the answers that you are looking for. I take it from us. It's a long journey. So please don't give up on it. Um, it'll take a lot of doctors and a lot of advocating for yourself. We have an ep- we're going to have an episode on medical gaslighting in the future where we'll go more, go into depth more about that. But for now, I think we're going to sign off and um, just know that you all are not alone in this. Hope you all are having a manageable pain day and stay strong.